0: I should write every day is not necessarily unattainable if you schedule it out. So she said there's this other pile of shoulds that should turn into wants. I want to write every day. Because the second that we shift it in our mind into something that we want to do and not something that we should be doing. So silly and simple but it, it kind of shifts the focus of it right because the should sounds like it's never happening it's a thing that should happen but isn't like I can't do it but when I say that I want something to happen now I'm shifting my focus not on how I can and can't do it's just like I want it done so what what happens next
1: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Slimming Stories. This episode is a bonus track. Nicole Rivera is one of my Mastermind group members I work with and I've mentioned before. And for International Women's Day, I wanted to introduce you to the the people that I work with and how creative they are and how fantastic and lovely they are. Now, Nicole has been a great friend and a help from day one of my podcast journey she is super intelligent i'm sure she's got like a ridiculously high iq or something and i did feel a little bit intimidated by it first she's so lovely and she's always there with a smile and a helping hand she was once a teacher and she's now working on a podcast with a podcast group community she's a fantastic writer and she's so nurturing she's got lots to say about writing and how to start writing and in particular not writing alone. So, her podcast, Stop Writing Alone, is all about coming together. And I think for people that are thinking about writing an ebook or a book or even content, sometimes it can be, okay, I'll do this. I really want to do this, but maybe I'll, I don't know, I'll do it when I retire. Maybe I'll do it in the summer holidays. But just actually starting to do something so big and so creative is just simply that it's all about starting. And Nicole is great in helping you just to do that exactly. And her Facebook group has people that are doing the same things and working in the same same direction, but with lots of different aspirations to writing. So it's a bit crazy at the moment, isn't it? We're, the world's gone a bit mad with this coronavirus and Nicole's in New York. She's no different. I think she's kind of probably like four weeks ahead so the shops are a bit crazy, deliveries aren't coming through and I think we're just facing a time where we really need to kind of pull together and think about doing things differently, especially in the weeks ahead. We've just heard that the swimming groups are closing or all groups are closing and it could be a time of isolation. So bearing that in mind, I do feel that this would be an ideal time just to make contact with Nicole on our Facebook group and if there's something that you're interested in it could be another avenue if you're facing being indoors or being restricted and you're bored you're not sure what to do maybe now is the time to sit and write your book or your memoir maybe this is a gift in one way just to focus on doing something creative and doing something different so in uncertain times my advice would be just to take things one day at a time, grab a cuppa, sit back, relax and have a listen and just just make time for yourself to be with your thoughts and I know the media is going crazy, I don't think it's helping at all to be honest but we have to breathe don't we, let's keep on breathing, let's just keep on plodding along one step at a time and we'll, we'll take it day by day. So here's introducing Nicole Rivera.
0: Don't forget ko-fi.com slash Writing alone is a real simple way to show your support for what's going on here week after week. Hi everyone, this is Nicole Rivera and you're listening to the Stop Writing Alone podcast for writers who are looking for their writing community. I know you want to find readers for your work, but I think your first step is to connect with other writers. That's what we're going to do here in the Stop Writing Alone podcast. We'll do writing prompts and other writing group activities, discover online writing communities, learn how to find local writing groups, or how to make your own. Join us as we explore, learn, and write. Hi everyone, this is Nicole Rivera and you're listening to the Stop Writing Alone podcast. As a lover of writers and a voracious reader, I have this really terrible habit of reading things and falling in love with them and never really it's like taking note of the name of the person who wrote it. I just start falling into all of these fandoms one after the other. And then things like This Week Happen where I was listening to... Uh, DIY MFA Radio, the podcast by Gabriella Pereira, on uh, an episode all on creative focus, and I will put the link in the show notes so you can listen. And as Gabriella is introducing her guest, she's listing off all of these books that I have read and loved and never realized they were all written by the same person, and that's uh, Jessica Abel. And she is wonderful. She wrote Out on a Wire, which is a, um, a book on storytelling through podcasting. And she's written a number of books about um, graphic storytelling, writing of comics. Um, and so we have all these books in my house. And I just, like I said, never, never went any further than that. And then I'm listening to this podcast episode, and everything this woman is saying is resonating with me, and I am loving it. The number one thing that I came away with, though, that I wanted to talk to you guys about is the shoulds, because this is so huge, and it it ties in nicely with something that I have been thinking about, which is choosing what we want to do. So basically it comes down to this. Jessica also teaches um, a course in creativity and, you know, she's big on getting the work done and taking our, you know, making the time for our work, staying focused. She is just a very prolific um, artist herself. She's a writer and an artist. She's, she does a lot of graphic, um, novels. Like I said, she's, she's written books on, on writing comic books. And also the, the book out on a wire that's on podcasting is a graphic, um, yeah, I don't know if, if I would still call it a graphic novel because it's not really fiction, but, um, yeah, it's, it's drawn and, and the writing and the story is within. So she just, she's just always working and she's always producing some fantastic work to go out there. So she realized that she's put some stuff together in her head on how to get work done and not letting things get in her way. And so she, she put together a course on this and she was talking to Gabriella about it. And one of the things that she started talking about was, All of the shoulds that we creatives tell, and and honestly, I don't even think it's just like in the creative industry, it's just like in our life we have, I should be writing every day. I should be spending more time with uh, my family. I should be spending more time with my friends. I should be uh, doing all of the, you know, list out all of the errands and chores and things. I should be doing this. I should be doing this. I should be doing this. Um, I should be eating healthier. I should be 10 pounds less. Okay, so it goes on and on forever. And we all know that we all have this voice in our head about the things that we should be doing. And, you know, for us writers, there's, there are so many, um, and she suggests that we split the shoulds up into separate piles. And this is what I really love. We have to change the shoulds. So in terms of some things that are, that may be like unrealistic, like, okay, I may. I should be 10 pounds less could be like not necessarily unrealistic, but like if I say, oh, I should be 10 pounds less for the wedding I'm going to in, in, you know, a week, not happening. (laughs) So let it go. There's a pile of shoulds that you just are, um, unrealistic and hurtful to continually hang on to when you keep putting these shoulds into your mind of things that can't be attained. um, She says, that's that's one separate pile, but not all shoulds are created equal. I should write every day is not necessarily unattainable if you schedule it out. So she says there's this other pile of shoulds that should turn into wants. I want to write every day. Because the second that we shift it in our mind into something that we want to do and not something that we should be doing, it's so silly and simple, but it kind of shifts the focus of it, right? Because a should sounds like it's never happening. It's a thing that should happen, but isn't. Like, I can't do it. But when I say that I want something to happen, Now I'm shifting my focus, not on how I can and can't do. It's just like, I want it done. So what, what happens next? Well, when you want something done, then you schedule it. Then you make time for it. Not, I should be spending more time with my family. I want to spend more time with my family. Oh, is that what I want? Well, how can I make that happen? What are some things that I can plan for us to do together? Again, not an unattainable, unrealistic, or hurtful should. This is the thing that, yeah, why not? Let's put it into my life. So splitting our shoulds and identifying them as things that realistically can be attained and then changing the name of them I mean, we're all writers here, right? If you're listening to Stop Writing Alone, you're a writer. You understand the power of words. And just changing a should into a want is everything. And I think it helps with identifying the things that we want. So I put a post up on Instagram earlier this week of a quote from Ben Stein, Because it just resonated with something that has been on my mind for a couple of months now. Here's the quote in case you missed it. The indispensable first step to getting the things you want out of life is this. Decide what you want. So as I posted this quote, I shared a story from... I think it was around New Year's. The Today Show had a segment with Oprah Winfrey. She was getting her whole vision tour ready and just talking about it. And, and she said something almost in passing about the question, what do I want? And she said, answering the question of what do I want is the most important question that we need to answer in our lives. And I... I was sitting there, it just happened like right after everybody left for work and school. So I was just like sitting there getting ready to shut the TV off. And I saw Oprah, I was like, oh, let me listen to what Oprah has to say. <laughs> and I was getting ready to move on with my day. And then this woman says this, that answering the question, what do I want? Or what do you want? Is the single most important question that we need to answer and know the answer to in our life. And I was completely shaken up because if you had a moment to speak to my husband you would know how hilarious this is. how hilarious this is I can't answer that question or I just don't answer that question and I want to say that in past tense because I feel like from the moment that I heard Oprah identify this as the most important question in our life it made me think about it completely different and it comes back to this quote from Ben Stein, because when when Oprah said, you know, answering that question, what do you want, is the most important thing in your life, I was like, okay, so let me sit here for a second and figure out what do I want. And as usual, I freaked out. I was like, I don't know <laughs> what I want. How... Like, this is ridiculous. How could this be the most important question if there's no answer? Or what's usually the case, there's too many answers. Like, I want so many things. Like, how do you answer that question? But the key is that you just gotta pick something. So what do I want? Well, maybe I don't even know what to pick. This is where we circle back around to what, Jessica Abel told us about our shoulds what are the things that I'm saying I should be fill in the blank I should be fill in the blank again some are going to be like toxic and horrible like self-doubt things that just you can't accomplish and shouldn't even be like bothering your brain with but others are hidden wants they are the things you want I should be eating more healthy. Okay, that means I would, I want to eat more healthy. I should be writing every day. Yep, yeah, I want to write every day. I should be publishing my writing publicly more often. Okay, there you go. Another want answered you see how simple it could be if we take these two ideas, we take the idea that we need to be answering the question of, what do I want? Because evidently, (laughs) it's the most important question in our life. Thank you, Oprah, for messing with my brain. And then if we struggle to find the answer, we just dig into our shoulds. I just think those two things together, they just came together so clearly for me and I, I just love it. So once you've identified those wants, then comes the real time action. You know, oh, I want to be publishing my writing more publicly. Oh, uh, Okay. Real talk. What are the steps to getting that done? Is it just taking stuff that I have written and spending the time editing, rewriting, and working on it, and then submitting to places? Is it setting up a calendar of times and places that are going to be uh, available for publishing? So let's think about all of the shoulds that are popping up in your brain related to your writing and some of the solutions that you can create once you've identified that they're really wants, attainable wants. I should be writing every day. Okay. If you're not doing it, if you want to be writing every day and you're not doing it, what's your solution? You have to schedule the time. You can't let it just happen because life happens. It gets in the way. And if it's still a should, That means that's what's been getting in your way because it is what you really want. Some people recommend getting up earlier. Some people say stay up later. My advice is get out a calendar and schedule the time whenever it is. Look at your week. Look at every single day. And not every single day falls out in the same way. Maybe Monday you can write during the lunchtime. Maybe Tuesday, you just know you're going to be running to get lunch. You're not going to have a lot of time. So when is the time on Tuesday that you can set aside? If you do this for every single day in the week, if you think about it and really schedule the time in, you will be writing every day. But Maybe when you look at the schedule, you say, all right, this is ridiculous. I, you know, I need my lunch to really like unwind. I'm not getting up earlier. And if I stay up any later, I'm going to lose all my hair. Okay, fine. So then maybe when you sit there and you say, I want to write every single day, and you look at the whole calendar and you try to schedule it out, maybe at that point you recognize that the should maybe should be in that other pile of unrealistic for now. But don't let go of it completely. Adjust it. Okay. Okay. Maybe I want to write every single day, but it doesn't make sense for me to do that in my life right now. So what can I do? I want to write three times a week. Take out the calendar, find the time, make it happen. Done. Be flexible. Okay? Another should that could be popping up for writers. I should be getting my writing out there in the public more often. Shifting gears. I want my writing to be out in the public more often. Okay. This is, this is most writers, right? Do we mean a novel length piece that we're going to seek out an agent and get published? Are you looking to self publish? What are the steps that you need to take to make that happen? Do you have a completed piece? Did you finish writing that novel? If you're talking about smaller pieces, You know, essays, personal essays, uh, short stories, poetry, things like that. Where can you put it out into the public? Of course, we always talk about uh, medium.com, personal blogs, things like that. That's easy stuff that literally all it takes is for you to write your piece and post it. But do you mean when you say, I want my writing out in the public, do you mean that or do you mean I want to see my writing in a magazine or an online space where somebody accepted me, where I jumped through all the hoops. Well, then you need to get to work on researching those steps. What are the steps? You have to be clear about what are the specifics of the thing that you want. And then you have to start to figure out What are the steps to getting there? Another should. I should be connecting with writers more often. Okay. I want to be connecting with other writers more often. Great. How do you want to do that? Let's get specific. Do you want to do it face-to-face? Well, then you get on things like Meetup or you search Facebook for local writing groups. Search hashtags. Search, you know, uh, go to your library website or go to physically to your library and see what's going on in the community. What do you mean you just want to connect with other writers online? There's loads of Twitter chats that go on all throughout the week. So you say, I'm going to pick one of these and I'm going to go and I'm going to go for a couple of weeks in a row or I'm going to join a Facebook group. 10 minute novelists. Um, Of course, stop writing alone. (laughs) Uh, Writers helping writers. Scribbler. There's so many. I mean, I can go on forever. These are all wonderful spots to connect with other writers. But you have to be specific about what do you mean when you say you want to connect with other writers? Do you want to just have camaraderie? Or are you looking for critique partners? What does that mean? Do you search out? an online critique group, or do you look for an in-person critique group? I just want you to see that this question of what do I want is a decision where you are choosing a thing to explore. It does not mean that when you answer the question of I want this thing. That nothing else can happen in your life. You know, like, uh, this happens with creatives a lot. Because they say, oh, I, I, yeah, I love, I've always wanted to be a writer. But I also love painting. And I I do love my day job. I wouldn't want to leave that. So, you know, the day job gives me my stability and everything like that. So, so I don't know. I... I I want to write, but maybe not now. Why not now? Why not? Like, I don't want to say have it all, but you have little times that you can set aside for every little thing. And there's one other thing that I don't think Jessica Abel's discussed in the, the podcast that I listened to but I feel that it is closely related to this and that is the should haves. I should have tried out for that contest last month. I should have gone to that writing group that uh, was last weekend. I should have started writing sooner. I should have gone to writing classes when I was in college these are wants. Some need to go into the pile of the impossible. But some need to be looked at as possible wants moving forward. I should have entered the contest last month. Okay. Impossible. Contest already passed. So you've got to, like, let it go. You didn't. You didn't enter the contest. And that's fine. Somebody else entered and won, and that is an amazing opportunity for them that might not have happened if you entered. Because you might have won and taken their place. (laughs) However, while we have to let go of that, just to, like, free yourself up and free your mind up and all that stuff, you can change it also into a want of recognizing that you want to enter a writing contest. You can't answer the one that happened already. But you can keep your eyes open for one that's similar. I should have started... uh, I should have gone to writing classes when I was in college. Or sooner. Or whatever. I should have done my MFA in creative writing. Okay. All of those, again, anything that's like a should have is typically a past tense thing that's out of the realm of possibility. So you have to let go of that because it didn't happen. And so many other things happen in your life in its place. Jenna Britton and I spoke about this in when I interviewed her a couple of episodes ago about how both of us knew we loved writing from a very young age but received the messages that it wasn't like a career so we both went in our respective different directions I went to teaching she went into I think it was marketing she said and and sort of like let our creativity spin out in those directions and and we both found ourselves saying like yeah who knew I could have been writing all that time but neither one of us feels like we should have been because we learned so much on those paths getting here to bring us to where we are now. So all of your should haves could be turned to could haves. And now you filter through as are they possible wants? Okay, I should have taken a class in college or started learning about writing sooner. I didn't. All right, so something I could have done. I chose not to. What do I want to do with that information now? Do I want to start taking writing classes right now? Because they're out there. You could take them wherever, you know, online. Uh, You can even attend college courses online. You can go for an MFA, uh, either in a distance learning or actually attend one. All of those things are still possible if you really want them. But it's okay not to want them, even if it's something that you felt like you should have done at a different time. So choose a want that makes sense for you now and move forward with it and take the steps that you need to take to make it happen. So I think I, I love the whole idea of taking our shoulds, separating them into different piles. So we have the shoulds that are really our hidden wants. We have the shoulds that are impossible unattainable things that just hurt every time we think them and try to own them. And then we have the should haves which are really could haves because we chose for whatever reason not to that we have to decide if there's still wants or not. And I'm really worried that I'm talking in all these weird (laughs) circles and it sounds really confusing and I hope it doesn't because this makes so much sense to me and it is so incredibly helpful to me especially as a human being that has struggled her entire life to answer the very simple question what do I want so your homework this week is to answer the question of what do you want? And of course, because this is a Stop Writing Alone podcast, I am talking about your writing, your writing career, and writing community. But it really does extend to everything. So what do you want? And if you don't need to answer that question about your writing this week, answer it about whatever else. But if you're listening right now, I want you to ask yourself that question and I want you to come up with an answer. And then I want you to come up with at least one actionable step to make it happen. And then find me. Find me and let me know what you came up with either on Instagram at Stop Writing Alone or in the Stop Writing Alone group on Facebook or call in. To the Stop Writing Alone voicemail, which we have not done in quite some time. So I will remind you of the number. It's 646 Because I really want to hear about your wants, how you identify them, and what steps you're gonna take because we all have wants and so many of us have similar ones. And sometimes the idea that we come up with for ourselves will make sense for other people. And we just, you know, need to hear it from somebody else. Like, oh yeah, that is a thing I can do. Okay, so this is a a big deal. You're gonna find your wants, you're gonna take action. And when you do so, things are gonna start changing. So I'm really, really looking forward to this. And I hope you do this homework. If you haven't already embraced it fully the way Oprah has. <laughs> and you're already such a, a wonderful, productive person in this, in this, uh, in this world. But um yeah, so give us a call. It's six four six nine zero seven nine six zero seven and let us know. What are your wants? What are your actions? How are you making it happen? Did you struggle with this question the way I have? And uh, I'd love to hear from you. In the meantime, we have just a couple days left of February. By the time you hear this, well, hopefully you'll hear this still in February, but by the time it goes live, we have just till the weekend. It's Thursday and then I believe um, we do have that extra day in February. But it's only till Saturday that the special rate for Stop Writing Alone listeners will be available for the Ever After Writing Retreat in May. So I will have a link in the show notes and you can find the show notes in the description of the show wherever you're listening or at StopWritingAlone.com. And you'll find a link there for... The Ever After Writing Retreat with Sam, Kimberly, and myself, where we are going to spend two full days of uh, workshopping through our own personal stories that we tell ourselves and then really getting to work on doing some writing. And we're going to Deep Creek Lake, Maryland, and the house is fantastic and the location is wonderful we're uh, amidst the mountains in front of a lake. And I I can't wait. I'm really, really looking forward to it. We have a couple of spots left. I am looking forward to connecting with everyone there. I'm really, really excited. So um, again, in the show notes, there'll be a link. And then once March rolls around, the price is going to go up. And I am going to start sharing about it more publicly. So we're trying to keep it really close knit for everybody that um is invested in our community. Um, but after that we're we're gonna open the door, see who else is coming. This is a ladies only retreat I should have mentioned at the top. Sorry guys, we will be rolling out a um, Events for everyone, but since this is a nice stayover in a home, we wanted to be as relaxed as possible. So, we're gonna have um, seven ladies in uh, a big house in Deep Creek Lake. Everybody's got their own room, and uh, it's just gonna be fantastic. But until then, I hope to hear from you. I'll be checking my email all weekend and tomorrow or Friday of this week, whenever you're listening, we will have our writing prompt on the N.V. Rivera YouTube channel. we am sharing weekly writing prompts. Um, and this whole month of February, I've been sharing writing games. So this week I actually have two writing games from one writing company. And I'm sure some of you probably know what company that is just based on me saying that. <laughs> But it should be a really fun exercise to do if you're interested. Uh, I will also post the link to the YouTube channel on the show notes so that you can follow that and follow along with the weekly writing prompts. Okay, well, that is it for now. Thank you, as always, for listening. I I really can't thank you guys enough. We're getting really, really close to 10,000 downloads, which I can't even believe. So I'm pretty excited about that. But, um, yeah, I wouldn't be here without you guys. So thank you. Have a great week. Happy writing. And good luck in figuring out the answer to your question. What do I want? Before you go, don't forget to subscribe to the Stop Writing Alone podcast wherever you're listening to this episode today. Then connect with us on Facebook at Stop Writing Alone Facebook page or in the Stop Writing Alone with Nicole Rivera Facebook group. Check Instagram or Twitter where I'm at NV Rivera to find links to our email newsletter.